the simplest commercial baking resource. Brought to you by Bakerpedia and hosted by Mark Florka. With 45 years of industry experience, Mark knows the ins and outs of baking. He is Bakerpedia's community forum manager and baking instructor. He's here to share knowledge and help you grow connections. You're listening to the Baked In Science Podcast. Hello, everyone. I have a very special Baked In Science episode for you today. Live from the ASB Baking Tech Show, we catch up with Dr. Lynn Carson, Bakerpedia CEO, and Kristen Spriggs, ASB Executive Director. Let's listen in on this live recorded discussion. Lynn and Kristen are covering a lot of ground in this, including some glimpses at what is in store for the future of ASB and the baking industry, and things we should be considering to modernize our approach to baking to utilize technology. I promise you, it's very captivating. Welcome to the special edition of Baked in Science, everyone. This podcast is being recorded live at ASB Baking Tech in Chicago. The American Society of Baking, or ASB Baking Tech, is an annual technical conference for professionals in the wholesale baking industry. Today, I am keeping up with Kristen Spriggs. I've reached out to Kristen here at Baking Tech so that I can introduce her to our 50,000 plus digital audience. With over 20 years of experience in membership-based organizations, she has a proven track record of creating and supporting communities. Welcome, Kristen. Thanks so much for having me, Lynn. It's a delight to be here. Yeah, I would like to welcome you to the baking industry, Kristen. What is your perception of this industry so far? Yeah. So actually, I just shared with the ASB members who have gathered here. I love the. Family, community, familial feel of this industry. I definitely feel that. I love how also in the baking industry how you really help each other. You know, you take some of your science and practice and experiences, and you, how you integrate that into the recipes that you're building or the lines that you're building, and helping each other really try to fix some of those problems, learn from one another's mistakes. So I was hosting the bread talks stage this week. Every single one of the speakers that got up there was so vulnerable in sharing, and I intentionally choose that word because they really were. They got up and they shared. Things that I have to say in some industries, like people wouldn't even admit to some of their closest allies about mistakes they had made or things that they had tried that they totally messed up on that were a complete flop. Why do you think? Well, I think it's because you know, with probably with baking, it is you got to try a little bit of this, you got to try a little bit of that, you got to find the right mix to make some of that to make it work and to find that magic. I think there's also it's generation of generation. And so that family, you know, multi generation. So then you're brought along in the industry, and so I think that's probably a piece of it. And I actually saw this before in another industry where once people come into the industry, they stay in the industry. 
I mean, I'm sure that there are people out there who say, well, I used to be in the baking industry, but I heard so many people here who have been there in the baking industry their entire lives. It really doesn't even matter like who you work for today. It's just whatever your name is printed on your name badge or your business card. But it's like, I've been a part of the baking industry my entire life. And if you grew up in this industry because your dad or granddad or mom or grandma started something, like you probably got into this industry because you came to things like ASB or mm -hmm. relied upon resources of connections that were made here within this community. So I think that's probably why. That's great. So I hope we sold you already. I am okay. so sold. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I am eating the muffins. You know, oh, yeah. usually it's like, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid. Like, what right. is it? I'm eating the muffins. <laughs> I was already a pretty big fan of this industry before. This podcast is brought to you by J&K Ingredients. Their clean label mold inhibitor, Sormate, will keep your cakes and other sweet goods mold-free without the need for artificial preservatives. To learn more, go to www.jkingredients.com today. You've been a veteran of the insurance industry. Right. What are the similarities do you see that exist in the insurance yeah, industry? Yeah, the aspect of familiar, people say in the mutual insurance industry for a long time, there is, you know, somebody's dad was in insurance, their mom maybe was in insurance, and so that's a generational piece, or ran an insurance agency, and therefore, you know, they had exposure to that. One thing, though, that I really, I think is unique here about what I saw, not just about the baking industry, but what I particularly saw about AS is this is a reunion. This is very much a reunion of people who have been coming to this, who have been in this industry for a long time, coming back together. It's steeped in tradition. There's a lot of tradition that's here. I got to enjoy a similar experience when I was in the insurance industry, when I worked for the National Association of Mutual Insurance Industries before. But then there's also that interesting dynamic of Everybody knows everybody, but how do you break into the industry? How do you begin to make connections in the industry? And so helping to break down some of those barriers so that people who want to come to events like this or want to start in the baking industry have a place that they can make connections. The other thing I saw is, yes, beautiful history, and I want to protect that, and I want this to feel, I want it to feel familiar and safe, and this is the place people come back to and enjoy that reunion. At the same time, we got to meet the needs of our next generation. So as I said just before the podcast, I was calling out to some of my new friends that I made from Cal Poly. I was kind of nurturing them as they started coming into this event. And I was like, okay, guys, you got to tell me, what are you experiencing? What do you think? I mean, they're juniors in college studying to go into the baking industry. They've already made that commitment that they're going to do that. That's but, good. you know, just learning from them, like, what did you see? Tell me what it was like from your experience. And then I spent time yesterday at the YP event, Young Professionals event. Hey, students, tell me what you're experiencing. Under 20, tell me what you feel. Under 30, how does this feel to you? And then there was this group of us that we say are, eh. 40-somethings. What do we think? What do we need? Because we're the next generation and they're the next generation of leadership here at ASB as well. So we need to be cultivating them. That's Cultivating. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. Lynn. And I know you have lots of ideas. But I want to hear yours first. What's happening in the next year, Kristen? Okay, what, so what, what are we going to be expecting? What are we going to be expecting? Yeah. So one priority that the board identified for me when I first came in is it's time for us to rebrand. 
So we are going through a rebranding evaluation or at least a brand evaluation. I think we're going to come out with a new logo mark and a new look. That sounds exciting. Yeah. So the last time we changed our brand was in 2013. Typically organizations, modern organizations are changing them every 10 years, sometimes even more than that, updating their look. Definitely. I think the board was really on to something and they said, let's take a look at that. So we're going to use the next year to kind of evaluate that, go on a listening tour, asking questions, really digging into market research and partnering with some experts out in that area. I'm looking forward to that. Also, this next year of our 100-year celebration, so you're going to see some special activities from us related to Holy moly, we got a hundred years of exciting years. Yeah, of exciting history. Wow. So we're gonna celebrate that. We're gonna talk about that history, celebrate some of those early members of ASB and what they've contributed. We've got YP initiatives planned. We're gonna start some regional meetings so that our young professionals can begin to connect on a regional basis. We just formed a B Corp task force. Wow. To look at what the baking industry is doing on that front. We also want to reach out and talk with companies that are in our space but aren't necessarily engaged in ASB yet or at least not currently and find out from them why are you not participating how do we make this more inviting what do you need from us and how do we do more of that that's awesome it's yeah. awesome to hear thank you <laughs> you know another thing that we are talking about is we really got to get with it on technology in some respects so there's a few things i know we launched this week the new app the WOVA app, and we heard rave reviews about that. So kudos to the planning committee that did that work. And then also beginning to talk about how do we use AI and different forms of technology so that we can understand our members' needs, understand the industry needs a little bit better, and then begin to make some of those technology improvements and technology shifts. And I know that that's a big focus for you, Lynn. It's not quite a big focus, but I think I need to push some attention onto that. Yeah. Because we are lacking in that front. There has been a lot of talk on this industry using terms like lights out, meaning that the bakery doesn't need to keep its lights on because there are no longer any workers Mm -hmm. in the facility. So I have heard it being used several times in the engineering community. So I searched a little bit more into it on what is needed for a total lights out bakery. I feel that even though the industry likes to use words like AI and automation, Mm -hmm. I don't think there is enough understanding where we are right now. There is a huge gap in data collection and data management. So what I see happening in the technology sector, the predictive platforms that are available right now can be actually used in the baking and manufacturing industries. Say you'll be able to see some form of predictive elements being used in the baking process to address labor shortages at the front end, at the front end, so mixing, makeup, proofing, right? At the front end of the baking process within the next five years. With the full AI implementation for the entire process within 10 to 15 years from now. So roughly when ASB is about celebrating its 110th anniversary, we would see probably the first AI bakery. That's a big prediction. Yes, it is a big prediction. I'm going to write it down in an envelope (laughs) and seal it and put it away. And then I'm going to come back and we're going to talk about this some more. This podcast is brought to you by KPM Analytics. 
KPM Analytics is working alongside industrial bakers for quality assurance and process control at every stage of their production to improve efficiency, ensure quality, and protect their brand. The comprehensive range of analyzers provides critical quality measurements of incoming ingredients, analysis of products during the baking process, and inspection of final product quality for consistency. To learn more, go to www.kpmanalytics.com. The interesting thing about AI and implementation of AI in the bakery, the biggest pushback is weak quality. People can't predict weak quality. And because of that, we have a lot of issues implementing AI in the process right now. If we were to implement AI today, we'll be throwing a lot of products away. So in order for us not to do that, we have to first gather data. And data is all about understanding wheat flour quality, which is anything from protein, moisture, ash, you know, down to damaged starch, down to uh, falling number, everything. Everything that you get in, ingredients that you get, and you have to log all the specifics of that data and then correlate it to the final product. Basically, understanding, you know, if there's a change in fluctuation and falling number, what does the final product look like? Or if there is a change in protein level, what does the waste look like? So if you gather all that data at the front end and then correlate it to product quality at the back end, then you will be able to form these predictive models. I feel like this is a merger of all my worlds because I just came from the American Society for Quality. So this quality assurance and this quality piece that you're talking about, obviously that's going to be incredibly relevant to how do we figure that out and be able to predict that moving forward. Right. Would you believe me if I tell you that we have these instrumentation and ability to collect this data today? We do. We do. We're just not collecting it. Why not? That's why I'm here. <laughs> You're here to talk about the importance of that and why that matters. I'm here to talk about the importance of forming a brain trust. Maybe mm. we can form a brain trust at ASB, an AI brain trust, where we come together as a group, gather the data, collect the data. It has to be an initiative between many groups, yes. not one company. One company can't afford the expense of this. It's not possible. Yeah. You know, we need to collect data using instrumentation like the Mixolab, the Alveolab, the SDMatic, the falling number. We need to collect all that data because all the instrumentation is available right now. Wow. A lot of the bakeries have these in their labs, you know, and it's not difficult to implement these instrumentation if you don't have it in your lab. Okay. Collect that data. Pay some students. I wonder if there are some students from Cal Poly here. Who might want to study this with us. Do some correlation studies. Get some data. Yeah. You know, do the research, right? Yeah. And then correlate it to final product quality, which is texture and image scanning, which is, you know, something like a C-cell or a sightline, you know, instrumentation. And then do the predictive models, you know. So you can see instrumentation, quality, production, research and final product quality. All that needs to come together and that's how we can finally predict and perform some sort of a general AI for the baking industry. 
And we need to make this open access. Exactly. That's why yes. it needs to be an industry effort right. for open access. So yeah. that companies testing can input their data, be able to look at, extract that information Correct. as well yes. to be able to analyze that and use all of those findings to be able to do something with that. Bingo. I'm catching on. <laughs> Go. Yes, Thank yes, you. yes. Th that cup of coffee we had this morning, I think it was magic. <laughs> just like I said, I think it's just too much for one company to take this yeah. on. That's why we need to have the discussion with ASB and the community to figure out if this kind of brain trust is what we need to make the industry forward-facing AI-ready. So how do we take that next step? I believe it's a good discussion for your yeah. community on what you want to see and yeah. who you want to put in this brain trust. Yeah, that's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Thank you for bringing this topic to us. I Thank think this you. is such an interesting way for us to think about, you know, I'm thinking about the future in some very different ways, but thinking about these emerging issues and as you're saying, 10 years, 10 years, holy cow. Yeah. I mean, I have a 10 year old daughter and I, I know how fast that has gone. Yeah. So even so if by the time she graduates college. Yeah. 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 We should have this. Holy cow. Ah. Yeah, it does go fast. So we need to get started soon. <laughs> I get it. Firstly, you have an exciting year ahead of I you. I do, yeah. So you have a lot to do. We do. If, if you need me, you know where to find me. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to come on here and tap into your community. Thank to, you so much. To talk about a possible AI brain trust. I love it. And I hope the 100-year celebration would be awesome. It's been so great to have you here. Thank and you. And just to be a resource. You know, we, ASB, have a partnership with your firm, Bakerpedia, to provide training and resources. And I've spent a little time out on your site, and it is so incredible. So thank you. Thanks. For putting that together You're so welcome. that those of us who are learning can go there for a definitive resource on this kind of information. It's been great. Thank you, Kristen. Yeah, absolutely. Today's episode is made possible by Grain Millers, a trusted ingredient partner specializing in organic and conventional whole grain ingredients that boost nutrition and taste. Our products and partnerships allow us to provide simple, clean food that helps people live healthier lives. Find out how at GrainMillers.com. So now if there are any questions from the floor, we would take any questions. Okay, so the data that we need is crop cycles. So crop cycles over maybe two or three years. Two or three year crop cycle would tell us the fluctuation in wheat quality. And wheat quality is one of the biggest contributors to waste at the plants. I'll give you an example. If a flower is 12.5% protein, and the output is 100%, and something comes in at 11.5 protein and the output is 80%, right? So we can correlate those data. I'm not saying it's, it's a straight line, but we're gonna have crop fluctuation, we're gonna have product quality fluctuation, and product quality fluctuation is going to contribute to the waste. So that's how you're going to do the predictive modeling. And of course, we would need engineers and AI specialists in the brain trust as well. So they would be better at telling us where our gaps are in terms of gathering the data. Well, let's uh, definitely keep the conversation going on on ASB's social channels, which are Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And I hope to see you next year for the 100th anniversary of ASB back here in Chicago, folks. 
February 27 to 29, 2024. Check That's out right. ASB at asbe.org to learn more. Well, I think you may agree with me that this signifies a definite sea change for the ASB organization. Exciting times ahead! If you haven't already, be sure to mark your calendar for the 100th ASB Baking Tech Show in Chicago, February 27th to the 29th, 2024. I hope to see you there. My name is Mark Flerka. I'm the Baked in Science podcast host for Bakerpedia, and we'll see you in the next one.